Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and with me again is JD for another week. How are you, mate? Not so bad. How about yourself, mate? Yeah, good, good. You got stuck at home this weekend, mate. No fishing, I heard. No, uh, it was uh, race car duties this weekend. Race so... car duties. I heard more. The missus went away and you got stuck with the child. Oh, actually, my parents were very nice to look after him. I didn't have enough time on uh, Saturday and Sunday because I worked all day. Every <laughs> didn't have day. enough time to watch the race to, <laughs> and look after the child, so I had to get the grandparents yeah, in. So, um, but yeah, I got I got the got the car done, so that was all right. That's good. So the race car will be out next IMPA yes. meeting. Yep, Sunday coming. Cool. So oh, sounds yeah. a lot louder now, and uh, gearbox is fixed. So That's ready to go. Good. That's always good. All right, well, let's jump straight into it. We can't have a long episode. We uh currently babysitting at the moment yeah <laughs> um so let's see how he goes with your child but anyway okay we'll jump just jump into the news got okay. some news we got news yes all right on the news front um supercars is evaluating the knockout qualifying format well this to, is a good sign isn't it this is a really good sign i would very much like them to adopt this format for all super sprint rounds I agree. Except I for think it's territory or any round that's got a top ten shootout, obviously Q one gets replaced with a top ten shootout. I think it's um it's been a great success. All the drivers love it. I think every fan loves it. I haven't heard any bad stuff. And it showed on Sunday with tire banks and obviously there was a bit of changing weather and whatnot. But so it throws a few curveballs there. Oh, it you does. do get a few drivers that are in the top ten or whatever that probably wouldn't normally be there it was it was but good also to see. it makes qualifying interesting to watch the whole time yeah because yeah, otherwise sure you does. find when it's a 20 minute session you're like who cares about the first 15 minutes unless it's going to rain yeah, otherwise it comes I down to the last 10 minutes yep. like five minutes yeah really it comes down to the last couple of minutes who's on the track last sometimes while the it comes down to once the flags drop yep and then the whole field gets across the line and then you're like all right now we're doing it so we're doing a one lap shootout yeah this puts a lot more emphasis on Producing consistent good laps, it makes it so much more exciting to watch. I want it at all rounds, all super sprint rounds anyway. Yep, I agree. I agree. I think it should be there. Cool. Do it, supercars. Listen to us. We know what the fans want, <laughs> apparently. Okay. Oh, in other news, let's go over to the World Endurance Championship, which wow. happened over on the weekend in big news. Spa. Yeah, big news. Fernando Alonso had his first win for many, many years now. Yeah, you were saying something just it's, I think it was like five years or something. Since the hybrid era started in F1, he hasn't won a race. And he hasn't won since Ferrari. Yep. So uh, this is a, a big moment for him. He's, uh, he's won his first ever uh, World Endurance Championship race. Mm. In their Super Series or super season or whatever it is. I don't know why they're calling it that, but yep. there's a bit of controversy around it because not as long as the last couple of years. But anyway, doesn't really matter. Um, Alonso did fantastic, and he's got a pretty good little driver lineup too. He's uh, got... Um, Buemi with him. Buemi, and it's the only other Formula 1 driver with him. <laughs> but, you know, got two uh, Formula 1 drivers, one current, you know, one X. being Alonso. You're going to have a good team. And it's Spa. Who doesn't love watching a racing around Spa? Yeah, yeah. It was actually quite interesting watching that video that you were showing me before with um, him passing all the GT cars, GT3 cars and whatnot. Oh, it's like, you just said something. It's like, this is what happens when you set the AI to too easy. <laughs> yeah, and, and a you simulator. just pass the cars. Yeah. He must be doing maybe 100Ks faster down the straight. He, he goes on the grass. Pass. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, mate, you got some balls to do that. Well, 
All right, quickly touched on the World Endurance Championship. We really cannot have a long episode this week, and I'm going to say this now at the four-minute mark. <laughs> we're probably going to be here at an hour four minutes. Um, yeah. I guess other news was uh, not really much news. Toto Wolf's come out and said basically they're not looking at Daniel Ricciardo. Right. They're looking at the three drivers they've got under their belt at the moment, which is their reserve driver and the... Um, who is Mercedes' reserve driver? Well, I think they've still got Ocon as a, as an option as well. So, I can kind of see where they're coming from that, but I swear I remember reading saying that they weren't looking at Mercedes, uh, they weren't looking at Hamilton either. But you know that was so long ago, I can't remember. Oh, look, they're all going to hold. They're their all going to say that same reason. Like you know, all of a sudden we said the other week that you know he signed a non, what a, an agreement or something with Ferrari, and that a turned pre, out to be pre agreement. Pre agreement that turned out to be all bogus. So, well, I read an interesting thing that someone posted on a Daniel Ricciardo fan page mm -hmm. and they're like, Daniel at the last meeting said he had no such thing as a pre-agreement with Ferrari. He said in his words, when the reporter asked him, have you signed a pre-agreement or have you talked to Ferrari or Mercedes? And Daniel said, I haven't talked to any of the teams. That's because he has a manager. They he gave him a little loophole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's not my job to talk so, to them. Whether that's uh, Daniel just hiding behind some words there, keeping himself uh, in the clear, maybe. Oh, there was something that I quickly want to talk to you about. One, after last week, Paul DeResta is still in racing DTM this weekend. He was at the Hockenheim ring. Yes. Did you see Timo Glock's radio message when he won the race? No. Hmm. I'm going to play a video. We'll, I will link that into the show notes because I just don't know about DTM and their, um, stuff it guys. Don't tell anyone I'm going to play this video in the show. So then here you go. We're going to have some copyrighted infringement. This was awesome, mate. This was the best racing I ever had in my life. The best racing in Hell Mercedes, you should not leave this championship, you f***ing idiots. You should not leave this championship. This is racing. F yes. So I've just played you that video. Um, for the for you guys listening, I'll have an uncensored version in the show notes. Um, that was for adult ears for only. Adult ears only. <laughs> Timo Glock was really letting loose. He was very passionate. He was. Yes. That's. Uh... That's really, the first time really, you've seen that, isn't it? Yeah, really throwing the gauntlet down there um, of what's to Mercedes. Oh, well, to Mercedes, yeah. basically, you know, calling him out. Why would you leave a championship this good? So on and so I forth. I mean, Grant, you just made a good point of he does drive for BMW, so he does want someone to race against. Well, I yeah, let's face the facts here. If it only takes a few manufacturers to leave the DTM, and the DTM's not going to be such a good championship anymore. Um, so yeah, that that is a that's a big. Yeah, you know, he has come out and defended down. the um, the incident, but you know I'm not going to bother throwing more fuel on the fire with that. I just think it was great to see you passionate. Maybe didn't need to drop the f bomb so many times. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he's very happy about his win. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was there was a good little battle. I didn't show you the video of the battle. Yeah, but it's a two and a half minute video. I might send it 
to your phone and you can watch it when you go home. Otherwise, yep. God knows how long we'll be here. We forget onto the YouTube trends <laughs> and just start watching racing videos. Before we even started recording, I showed you the Newcastle ending. <laughs> it's just a great ending, that race. It was, it was. Um, anyway, so we've got off that. We've ticked off. We're done with the news. Have you got anything else? Um, oh, HSV is evaluating whether to use the Camaro. And Holden that. said they're, um, they're not going to get in the way of it. Yes, quite interesting, isn't it? I, like, I think that's a... H- HSV is going to bring in the Camaro. I'd say it's probably a good strategic move for them, and they can step away from buying panels off the team that stole their franchise. Their franchise sponsor. Now the thing is, it was still apparently HSV are going to bring them in, but still sell them as Chevys. They're not yeah, going to be rebadged yep. as HSVs, which I think's like we don't need more Chevys in here. We've got that many tools with Commodores with Chevy badges on. Sorry <laughs> if, if you have a Commodore <laughs> and a Chevy badge on there, but the All guys right. that I see up here with Chevy badges on their Commodores. Not my friends. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I'll call it as it is. Call um, it as I see it. I, I think they should be rebadging them, to be honest. If they're going to give them some love, that is. If they're going to get a bit of a HSV massage when they come into Australia. The rather massage is bash that steering wheel until it gets on the other side <laughs> of the car. Uh, I.e. brake upgrade superchargers. I know they HSV's already make known those. for doing that. Yes, yes. I mean, so that's their thing. That they buy cars thing. from manufacturers. I and believe they call them Holden special vehicles for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that, that that would be uh, cool to see. I guess that gives us another breed of car. In the, yeah, the, even though it's, you know, technically same manufacturer, still a GM, but, you know, it's another car model going around the track. Yeah, a bit of diversity out there. Nothing wrong with that. So, all right. So we've touched on the three or four topics of the news that we've got. Yeah. Let's jump over to the Super 2 races. Yeah, it was a you better weekend. That we're bringing that up. No, I, no? I, I, I was getting ready for the supercars. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. We've got to do supercars. Super 2's come yes, first. I've, super 2's just warm everyone up. All right. What was your highlight of the weekend for Super 2's? Bryce's car wasn't so bad. It wasn't as terrible. It wasn't as terrible as it has been. Yeah, um, they definitely look like they made a, uh, a, a sizable improvement. But also, you've got to remember, we're on a short track, and it's a, a track where a driver can probably make up a little bit here and there. Yeah, well, and you got to think, he's had one, three... One and a half tenths is a three, long way. Three, three, four years of... The, uh, uh, what has he had Super now? Four? This will be his fourth, his fourth year? season, yeah. yeah. So you would think he's he knows all the tracks, he knows all the little tricks, he's had a lot more experience than some of the other guys. Um, and, yeah, he his car was sort of coming to him. I... He... Used his tyres a little bit too early because he did that extra run in P2. And he got on the greens because I had come out and seen him. He was up there and I messaged you. It was like, Bryce got up to seventh. Look yeah, out. Yeah, a few of them did in that um, second practice uh, on the Friday. And Randall it hit. run really long. Because, see, I rewatched the practice. Yeah. And Randall run for like 10, 15 laps or something on those new tyres. Yeah, and he definitely paid for that in the last race. Well, they they went down and asked his engineer. They're like, oh, why are you running so long on these new tyres? He's like, look, he's a new guy. He needs the experience. He probably won't be running up the front, you know, ba- yeah. basically saying that. Yeah. They nowhere near did they expect him well, to they... be up the front on Sunday's racing. Hey, sorry, mate. Remember how on Friday when we sent you out on those new tyres and said, go do some laps, get some experience in. Yeah, how bad? 
very, very grossly underestimated his um, performance that they got out of the car this weekend. One, like, the engineers got to give themselves a pat on the back. They gave him the car to get up there, and he drove the wheels off it this weekend. He did, did a great job. Did you see when he job. got on pole? He yeah. didn't believe it. That was great. That was he a didn't nice even little... know probably. Like, no, it was didn't. weird. And then they were telling him, like, oh, well, you got to go over to the scales now. And it was just a nice feeling. Like, it it was. I, I don't was, mind Randall. I mean, he's only been in the race for like three races, but I picked him up at, in Adelaide and Mitch and I straight up said, he'll be quick. Yeah, yeah. He's um, definitely an up-and-comer. Obviously, he's very done some great stuff. He's a bit like Anton Di Pasquale with his a little bit more illustrious yeah, career. Yeah, he's gone over to Europe and he's sort and of come back and giving. Yeah, Stanaway's. We're getting a lot of talent in our Super 2s. have another shocker at the start? Oh, he just can't seem to stay out of trouble. They need to turn the magnets off the car because mm. he's just attracting other cars. Yes, I, and I don't think we can blame it all on him. I think he's been unlucky. And it's uh, what happens when you qualify down the pack. Yeah, and he's just not getting the performance he needs out of the car. I'd say other than Todd, he's struggling the most as well. Mm. So, that yeah, that's it's it surprised me a little bit. I know he hasn't driven the tracks like a lot of the other Super 2 drivers uh, that have, have come up to the main game. Yeah. But... It's it has surprised me that he struggled as much as he has in a team that's so well established. I, like he's got three other cars darted to look yeah, at. Yeah, he does have a lot, but it's not like they're being super. They have well, you're exactly had right some, there. It's, it's not like they're the they're not set the field alight. Yeah, you know, there's only a couple of them every now and then. They yeah, every now and then it's round five. Yeah. But you know, we've had like eleven races or something. So how do I say this? Tickford have shines of brilliance, but they're not consistent. And I think once they, if they were consistent, then Stanaway's got some good data to get the car set up for the way he wants and, you know, got a good benchmark. But when your team's one minute, they're up the front, next minute, they're back in 16th. The engineering and either their cars are really finicky and the window's really small and they can't get it in there, um, or their engineering is so haphazard sort of, because you look at them, so, like, you might get to a meeting and Chaz will be fast. Yep. And then the next meeting, he'll be slow. And I keep hearing him talking about, oh, we went in the wrong direction. We went down the other engineer's path and we needed to follow my direction of what I want for the car. And I think that keeps happening. Like, they keep trying to bring all the cars together. And I think Chaz wants something from one car. And Winterbottom, obviously, is a longtime supercar driver and he wants something else. And it's, I think this is like the old Scotty Moffat sort of syndrome you know you got two drivers and they both love opposite cars like scotty loves a pointy car and moffat likes a a a strong um strong rear car yeah, like yeah. with a bit of understeer and and fabs is having the same dramas now the cars are very pointy fabs didn't take any points off scotty this weekend it's bullshit <laughs> <laughs> um and, and the you know fabs likes a sort of a bit car that's a bit more to the rear and a bit more stable in the rear and and less pointy on the front end. Where Scotty loves a car that floats around the rear and is really pointy on the front end. So we're having this drama here with them. And um, I think it's, yeah, whether the engineers are trying to all come together with one car so that they can move the chassis forward or, or something like that, I, I don't know what it is, but they're really starting to struggle. And it, it's becoming really apparent. Like they'll have glimpses where you go, they've worked it out. You yeah, know, the oh, cars this, are going moving forward. Win Cup should have won. Not Win Cup. Win Cup should have won. No, Winter, Winter Bottom, bottom should have won on Saturday if he could have got past um, Fabs. But anyway, yeah. we need to talk about Super 2s. Okay, yeah, well, we, we did get well, a little we bit did. We, got a little <laughs> we talked about Randall, so we did still to stay on topic. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll jump into Super 2 races. 
Oh, I didn't take much notes. Super 2 race on the Saturday was very procedural. <laughs> My thing is Rulo did a good job. Well, uh, Rulo really got out in the Dumbrell front. Dumbrell kept running wide. Um, well, it's that track again, isn't it? Mm. So we're, we were at uh, Barbagallo Raceway in WA over the weekend, and the track surface it's is... Like a cheese grater, apparently. Yeah. It you see Larko tires. in the pits with his cheese grater and cheese, just grating them up. <laughs> yep. This is what it does to the tyres. I'm like, I hope there's a sandwich under that. <laughs> Make but me yeah. a grilled cheese sandwich. Um, they, they definitely had dramas with tyres, um, and different teams were strategic with how they ran their tyres over the weekend with Super 2s, and that's a big thing for Super 2s. They only get a couple of greens, Yeah, sets of greens. I think that's the hardest thing for them. You reckon it's more... One, teaching them to manage the tyres, but also do you reckon it's a bit more for the teams to sort of work that strategy out if you do want to make the oh, jump? Oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely think so because you've got to try and balance those greens over qualifying and winning races and it, it's not as easy as it probably sounds. I mean, because, you know, Dunlop could just throw every tyre at them and go, you only run greens, but it's not going to teach the drivers. Yeah, yeah, and it's not just how many greens. Like, you can put a new set of greens on in Barbagallo at the start of a race. And 20 laps later, there'll be cactus. Yeah, it, depending on how you set the car up and if it's too floaty, if you overdrive it, if you're midfield and you're trying to push forward, you push too hard early or whatnot, there, there is definitely, um, there's a lot to it. And the Super 2 guys don't really get as enough track time to sort of sort all that out. I so it does Super make it interesting. I think go to more rounds. I think they should be almost at nearly every East Coast round. It is hard because you've I, got to balance the cost versus... That's why I'm surprised they go to WA. It is surprising, yeah, yeah. But you need another big draw card to go to WA or and so like Darwin as well where we get we Porsches. We get TCM and, and Porsches. Yeah, and, and Touring Car Masters. Um, so, yeah, it is interesting. It is interesting. All right, well, basically, Alex Rulo did a fantastic job and drove away from start to finish and won the race. He did, and he did an awesome job of controlling the pace at the front of the field, mm. like the experience not he's using had. the tire. And that's a big thing that come to the front there, I think, was he used his experience from last year in V8s to underdrive the car, to keep the tires on the car, to do a long stint and be competitive the whole way through the stint. Well, that's one thing is I don't think we got the supercar drivers doing 28 laps on a single set of tires that may not be green. Yeah, I guess, but they were on a hard tyre versus the soft tyre. Soft tyre, yeah. Yep. But still, that track ruins tyres. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately for Bryce, towards the end of the race, his tyres sort of fell away and you could just see he couldn't hold position. So we'll quickly jump onto the Sunday race of the Super 2s. Uh, Interesting start. We, I thought Randall was going to get a better start, but um, slowly moved backwards mm. and bit by bit, he would look like he was going to get a round win and then it... Oh, just still slipped away. It just, I, tires are gone. He had yeah. no tires. That's yeah. that's my note. Randall's got no tires. Uh, needs to finish fifth. I mean, you start off with Brody Kostecki, unfortunately, stuck on the grid. Well, that was unfortunate. And, well, we should cover the fact that there was a light mist of rain come out. Oh, and they were on their form-up lap. So they red flagged the race and then made them all sit they there for 10 minutes or whatever. Red, uh, yeah, wet race. And then they had to start behind the safety car, but there was no rain and no one changed onto the... Yeah, it was a little bit frustrating, to be honest. It was just like, and Murph and that, Murph was like, I don't see why we're starting on the safety car, but he wasn't aware of the rules. Um, And yeah, once it's a wet track, starting with the development series, you have to start under safety car. And if that's the rules, then I guess that's the way it needs to be. Yeah, they can't. Because you can't be like, oh, well, only if it's really wet. Yeah, you can't Because in the rules, there's no really wet. 
Yeah. You can't leave it up to someone's decision. You've got to make it a rule. It is or it isn't. It's either wet or not. Ah, Rulo did actually a really good job on the Sunday to recover from running wide with a heap of the others in turn seven. He did, didn't he? Because he, he, he was quite he good at the back. start and he went really way far back. back. Yeah. Pither did a good job driving through the field as well. Yeah, he did. Got up back behind Bryce and I'm like, Bryce, follow Pither. He seems to be passing everyone, but I don't think Pither got much further past Bryce. No, and um, Bryce slowly, I think he made his way up to about 7th and then slowly worked his way backwards yeah, from there. Yeah, Bryce finished 11th. Yeah. Dean Fiore just, once Randall had that little bit, he locked it up into turn 1 on lap 8, uh, lap 9, sorry. And unfortunately that let Dean Fiore through and then, uh, did he get done by one more position? He got done by two. I think he finished 4th overall. Uh, Randall. Randall, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I think he went back past fifth, I think. Yeah, he must do because, yeah. sorry, my next note is Randall needs to finish fourth to win the round. Because yeah. if he won the round, then that would have been a, a hat trick for um, Tickford Racing. Yeah. Uh, their Super 2s winning it because they had um, Jacobson and LeBrock win the last yeah. couple of years there. Um, but well done for Dean Fiore. That's his first round win in Super 2s. First win in Super 2s as well. Yeah, it was a, a great effort by the uh, Matt uh, White team, and mm. uh, they didn't... I don't know how you picked him, so you get one point. Yeah, I feel like that should be at least 10. <laughs> uh, it was left field. One point. Writing <laughs> it down, one point. <laughs> and unfortunately, you got another point for the Supercars. Yeah, it did. You're on two points. I'm on zero points. <laughs> I thought you were going to be the goods on the Sunday, but... With Fabs... Uh, oh, I thought Pitha. you chose Win Cup for... No, nah, I did Fabs, Fabs because uh, remember I wanted Fabs to take as many points off Scotty. That's right. That's right. I'm Sorry. Red Bull man. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't remember that. Yep. Anyway, now let's jump to the main game. We've got... Let's try and keep this to 45, hey? All right. Well, let's, let's, so we've got about half an hour. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I think it can be done. Yeah, but then you want to talk about Formula One... There's not much to talk about Formula 1. We're no. just going to make predictions. Make our predictions. All right. Where are we up to? Um, we've talked about qualifying and how it was fantastic. Oh, man. Didn't Nissan guys do a great job getting Rick Kelly's car? Yeah. So that had an engine failure, I believe. And, and yeah, they it got blew it out. up. There was smoke blowing out of the exhaust. And they got it turned around in really under quickly. Under two hours or two, yeah. uh, just under two and a half hours, I think it was. Yeah. So they ripped the engine out, replaced it, and done. I've got parts for my skyline sitting meters away from me that I can't be bothered putting on the car because I don't <laughs> want to take the engine out. And these boys did it in two hours. Yeah, it was, it was a stellar effort. Their a lot easier to get out. It was a stellar effort. Yeah, well, they got dry brakes and everything on their, on their lines and all that, so it makes it a bit easier. The design to come out. Ah, oh, the WAU cars. Walkinshaw Andretti United. Oh, so it's been abbreviated, have we? Yeah, haven't you seen the WAG or WOW or whatever you want to say? <laughs> um, they weren't all that great this weekend. No, it's two rounds, I believe, in a row that they've not been as good as they were early in the year. Let's, let's see how they are in Townsville. Mm, I, maybe uh, Andretti needs to come back. or um, Well, he hasn't been back in a while. Oh, Nick, Zach Brown hasn't been yeah. around, so they've got no, no rich people to impress. That's true. It is true. Get their motors back. <laughs> Apparently, they don't care about Ryan Walkinshaw. No. They, they never don't. cared about that. We would have been in this position. Um, in qualifying on the Saturday, Win Cup was 
flipped all the triple eight cars really were nowhere. Yeah, um, it was a tough weekend. I think Lowndes was the standout from triple eight guys on the sad day. Yeah, and uh, did a great job and come home in fifth. Was it? I think, believe off the top of my head, for Lowndes yeah, in the sad fifth. day. Sorry, yeah. I have no notes this weekend because so I was working when it happened. Um, so that was a, a standout effort from him. You know, it's the first time since Townsville 2015 that the Red Bulls weren't in the top 10. Both, yeah. Yeah, or that's one crazy. Yeah. They were both missing. Both out. I've got a note here, um, which I took, and I did send it to you. And it was about the qualifying, because I actually thought Cam Waters was going to get pole position on the Saturday. Because he had yeah. the lead. Scotty hadn't done a lap enough. He, you know, did a lap, wasn't good enough. Then he was still out in the track, and I'm like, oh, Waters has got this. He's, he's like, he was a what a thousandth up on Fabian I guess when you say it like that it's not that much <laughs> but you know it's still a bit and then Scotty goes and gets his um goddamn lap and then I'm like goddamn Scotty 54-6 well done yeah he just he can pull that extra 10th I, I do he? respect him as much as some people in, think in the comments and stuff think that oh you hate him you hate everything I'm like and you only love triple eight I respect everything that every driver can do, and Scotty can just pull times out of cars. He and can. you know what? He's a fantastic driver. And straight up, I said to Mitch, well, Scotty's going to win this championship. I can't see I can't see Jamie winning it as much as I'd love Lowndes to win it. I can't see it. I, I don't know if Erebus can be consistent enough to win it this season. No, they, I think Erebus needs some more pace. They, the consistency is good, but... Um... We they definitely need that little bit more that next step if you know what I mean. They need to be pushing for con well consistent podiums essentially. Well, not just consistent top fives. Anton did a really good result. He was running really well on Saturday. Let's just jump straight to the race on the. Let's just jump racing like qualifying. Uh, uh, Sunday's qualifying. The biggest talking point there was the both shell cars did not get out of Q one. Yeah, that was huge. That was absolutely And then huge. the Red Bull cars start on the front row, and somehow they still fucked it. <laughs> so, jumping to the race now. Okay. Yeah. Waters bags it up on the start, and Scotty gets away. <laughs> that's that's the Sunday race. Uh, the Saturday race. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll jump to the Sunday race now. <laughs> it, will, what, you got any other really good talking points from Sunday's race? Frosty versus Fabs. Frosty should have won it. Yeah, I've got more talking points. <laughs> Go on, then. <laughs> Frosty and Fabs. That battle, that cost Frosty the win. If he just needed to get past... But Fabs knew that. Fabs made that car about three and a half cars wide. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a good little battle from those two. Um, unfortunately, it, it held up Frosty for too long and uh, it changed the race outcome, essentially. It's oh, mass, it, you know. It did, and those guys running long, like, does Scafi and Crompto sit in a little room and go, "All right, the only logical option for the pitting is pit early and then just sort of run long at the end," because <laughs> then they like, as soon as someone does something different to them, oh, I didn't think it was going to work to run long. <laughs> oh my god! Well, these guys are definitely going to mix it up for Saturday, Sunday's race. Everyone's going to run long. Everyone runs short four stint races yeah yeah that uh, was crazy the sunday but yeah let's focus on saturday for now. Saturday. <laughs> yeah um so yeah had frosty versus fabs jamie wincup on lap 41 pitted again for green tires 
Oh, well, one, he got that five-second penalty. Like, uh, let's talk about this pit exit, pit entry. I it's know why nuts. we can't move it further up down the straight turning into turn seven. Well, there's already a, a pit lane entry further up the there straight. There is. But they're not, but the cams won't let them use it. No, because DJR, used, or not DJR, Tickford Racing used it once for a, um, uh, not a test day, but like a, a ride day. Yeah. And they're like, oh, can you use that pit entry? You know, just test it out. And they're like, no, that is too dangerous. If you're going too quick and lock up, you're going to spear into people at a highest pace. Well, yeah, they, if they did it, they need to add a chicane or something to it because it is too straight for too long. Yeah, and well, it's the narrow. thing is because, you know, you know the rules well, state, there's no pit limit on that entry. Yeah, of course not. You've got to make up every second you can so everyone will push it. But it's only one lane wide. It's only one lane wide and it runs right on the inside of the corner. If you make one mistake, you're going to fire into yeah, you'll inside send it of turn seven. Straight up the inside and then... Straight across the grass and then straight into the inside of someone. Do you think it's more dangerous to have the pit exit on the end of turn seven or the inside of turn seven? So, you know, there's the pits that Super 2s use in the stadium trucks. They go through yeah, on the yep. outside of turn seven. Yeah, yeah. Then yep. they upgraded it and put it on the inside. What do you reckon's worse? Like, what do you reckon would cause more drama? They're both in a bad spot, aren't they? It's a bad design track. Right? Yeah, it's shocking. Um, I don't know. I think they could still redesign what they've got. I think you could probably have uh, it on the inside before turn seven, mm. but like, so you had to turn sharper than the corner, maybe 10 meters before the corner sort of thing. You know, there's less likely you've, you're going to have to have obviously the entrance, like right off the line, not yeah. somewhere that you can still flow on the racing line. Yeah. You obviously still have to break to a substantial amount to be able to get across there and whatnot. You're going to be out of the way. It it won't be as awkward. I think there was a lot of clumsy stuff happened on the weekend. It seems to happen every year, and I don't understand how things like Courtney trying to enter the pits from the racing line. With another car there, and he wonders why he got spun. Yeah, so I don't understand that because that's happened so many times. Why haven't they learned? So I can't remember who spun him, but... Basically, the reason Tander. why they Tander, yeah, yeah, the reason why they didn't penalise Tander was because Courtney went from the outside trying to get on the inside to go into the pits. Yeah. So that wasn't premeditated. Apparently, it was, but he had no signals. He had no nothing. signals on that. Chaz Mostert and Jamie Wincup incident. Chaz had his indicator on, broke, was flashing his brakes a bit earlier. And he had, yeah, like I said, he had his indicator and on. He so was he offline. Gave, yep. He gave plenty of warning. Like, Wincup should have just, was he just trying to get the draft or something? Or I just sort don't of tucked in behind him? I don't know, to be honest. Um, it was an odd one. And yeah, there's plenty of room on the outside on the racing line. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how it really, I don't know how it could have unfolded the way it did. But it seems to happen every year we have incidents there. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, you know, we keep talking about changing the track, but one would think the drivers are wise enough, paid enough money to try and keep the noses clean at that point. Yeah. Well, another thing, on the sad day, everyone was going wide at turn seven. I was mess- Mitch and I were messaging each other during the race going, isn't this bloody ridiculous? Yeah. Doesn't this make us look like amateur hour? Because the Super 2s weren't doing it. Yeah. The stadium trucks. All the cars in the world that managed to stay on the track in between the white lines, the stadium trucks could do it. But not the supercars. 
And all of a sudden, overnight, supercars issued a thing going, we're going to penalise you if you go over that curb. And on Sunday, everyone could make the turn. It was... Um, After they originally stated, there's no other way to get around that corner that is the safest way. That's what they were, just, that's what they were saying. That's the only way to get around the turn is actually go on the outside of the curb and then hop over it. It, it was quite frustrating in qualifying, especially when they had, they had announced prior to the weekend in practice that you will have your time removed for that lap and the next lap. And we all know, Barbagello, you can't do multiple laps on a set of tyres. No. You pretty much got to throw away that green set of tyres, you know, use them in the race, race. Uh, go bolt a new set on. Now, I've seen so many people in qualifying going over that curb completely and then coming back on the track. And getting a lap. Yeah, and getting that lap and allowing themselves to do another lap. It was out of control. And, um, yeah, I think it was the boy that cried wolf because they continued to do it in the, the Sunday qualifying as well. Mm. And it, it was like... Don't don't state that you're going to penalise people. I guess they probably had no line in the ground there or something like that to do a, a technically, you know, oh, you went you over went the over transponder it. line. Shh, we got a camera. So, boom, boom. You're yeah. this far over. You go so, over more than half that. But, yeah, it, were, it was it was bad. Yeah, They I did fix it on the Sunday. Yeah. I mean, during the race on the Sunday, everyone was much more well-behaved. So, anyway, rounding out Saturday's race because, oh, Frosty was great at the end. Um, Shane... Also ran the long strategy, and that paid dividends to him. But no one could stop Scotty. It was a Scotty weekend, wasn't it? It was. Look at all these Scotties. Scotty practice one. Arm rule qualifying Scotty. Race 11 Scotty. Race 12 Scotty. Lots <laughs> of Scotties. Now, to the big one. The Sunday race. Where my hopes were high. My hopes for an eighth championship were well and truly up there. <laughs> well, it, well, it, it did start off with a Red Bull took, one too. It only took to lap four before all my bloody hopes went out the door and was like, done, stuff it. What else is on TV? <laughs> ah, it wasn't like that. I liked it. I liked it. Like I said, I respect everything Scotty does. Uh, yeah, so it, this Sunday was an, a, a complete flip from the, the Saturday's qualifying. We had Lowndes back in 25th. Yeah, and we had Scotty back in 17th. See on the on the grid, Lounsey and Garth having a good play around with each other. Yeah, that, that was pretty. Bad, but yeah, that was pretty funny, wasn't it? It was. It was good. Um, off the line, Shane just he loves doing skids. He did. He bagged it pretty. He bad. bagged it pretty good, and then that really exaggerated the good start that Mostert got. Because you look at you like, straight past oh my god, Mostert's like a rocket. Jamie, better watch out. Yeah, it was a it was an odd start. Um, Obviously, they had flagged that side of the road was really slippery, and they didn't think anyone that side was going to get a good start. And they were right because yeah, he he bagged it off the line, got a bit of wheel spin. You can see it traveling in a bit of crabbing motion. Mm. Couldn't and get I the hook up. Uh, Waters did the same thing as well on yeah. the Saturday. So, um, but Jamie got a good start, led the race for a while. Well, led it for three, four laps until yeah, until there was a safety car. So, Post-race investigations, no one got penalised. There you go. That incident, turn four, uh, turn one, lap three? Yeah, it was, because safety car came out lap four. Um, Golding into the gravel trap. No, it was lap four. That was Tanner's fault, wasn't it? 
Yeah. <laughs> cool. we, we all agree on that. Tender. I, I thought it was pretty funny. I think, what did I send you a message? I'm like, he binned you, him or something. He did. You, he was like, I sent him. Yeah, Tender, Tender just, just sent him. him. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that was Tender's fault. <laughs> and, and yeah, we basically were like, mm hmm. Because I'm like, the only yeah, reason. Yeah, well, you don't block your teammate. And if your teammate's Tender, you know you're going to oh, get yep. shafted. Tender just sent him. Like, yep. <laughs> That's a hundred percent Tender's fault. Um, they included poor Todd in the post-race investigation. I did like the idea of thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-five. Uh, yeah, I did see in, that. That was all under funny. investigation. I'm like, mate, that wasn't Todd's fault. Nah, Todd had nothing to do with that. Yeah, it was Tender smashed into the back of Golding, who then smashed into the back of Todd. Unfortunately, Todd managed to. Well, fortunately, Todd managed to yeah. drive through it, and Golding got spanned and put into the. The gravel, I'm surprised we only saw one car. I got stuck in the gravel this weekend, especially yeah, turn six. In the, in the, Anton um, was building sandcastles by the end of the race. In the um, one of the, I think it's super sedans or something they call it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A weird the race. WA yeah, we don't get it. Cars. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had a uh, a car get bogged then. It was an old VT get bogged in there. Ecotech. That, that sedan racing wasn't actually too bad. <laughs> I agree. It looks like a cheap way to go motor racing. It does. Just buy an old Commodore and go race it. Yeah. Yep. Um, Isn't that basically bit like of a nang nang? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, no, because it was like they're not even. I don't think they can modify that much on them. Ah. So they're, they're really V6s look like and a stuff. Cheap way to go racing. Yep. So um, and, and an very IP, big field. IP gets pretty expensive when you start. Oh, going, of course. Oh, it I want to buy an engine and do all of this. Of course it does. It gets out of control. You know, you, just in brakes. You know, you can. Easily spend ten to fifteen grand on brake pads and discs and and calipers. So, mm. yeah, it's nothing nothing to be laughed at. This this cheaper form of racing, controlled form. It's like there's a we're getting off topic here, but there's a great series, the XL series, where yeah. you're not allowed to modify very much. There are companies that literally sell you everything you need to start the series. You go buy a, a busted XL this off the street the somewhere and then go like out the and race Toyota it. Eighty six racing. Yeah, that's that, significantly cheaper than like. Development series or any of those others, mm. yeah, they still run a groove tire. The tire can last a whole meeting. The you know the parts are all the same. The engines don't wear out that quickly. You know, there's always spares at the track. Ute racing is great because there's always spares in the car park. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, on the Sunday race, Stanaway got stuck into cars again on lap one. Yes, he just can't can't get out of lap one incidents. But you know what, Stanaway, it will we will go away. Once you start in, once you start improving, understanding the car and getting qualifying further up the grid, once you start qualifying fifteenth up, I think also he's come from open wheelers and stuff where he's probably assumed he'll get given a bit more room than he's open been given. Open wheelers aren't going to run into the back of you. Go yeah. tap tap tap. I'm here. Yeah, and they're not going to close the door on you and stuff like that because it ends wrong for both parties. Where in supercars, people will give you a lean and the wrong point and send oh, you'd you. be surprised how bulletproof you feel when you got some tin wrapped around you. Yeah, it is. It is a big thing, and they are quite fragile still. You know, wheel to wheel contact can uh, can definitely damage the car quite badly. Extremely. But they will give you a little nudge here and there. So once he gets that under his belt, and you know, obviously a bit more pace, and he moves up the field and stops. It's very much a concertina effect in the starts of races. Down the back there, you you know, they can go probably 10 seconds a lap faster in those first few laps because it's just this big concertina effect. Someone goes to pass someone, they 
the whole field gets held up mm. and then it makes everyone scramble around each other and stuff like that. So it is, it's good that good with that because you can make places up, but it also can be costly with damage. McLaughlin passing Blanchard on the grass, on the straight. That was I a bit know. sketchy, hey? Do you reckon that was like... I, guess I thought now, Blanchard got a little bit defensive. I thought Blanchard did a great job this weekend. Yeah, he was batting a little was, bit out of his crease this weekend, wasn't he? Yeah, there. he was. He was he racing was. on my. Oh, I shouldn't give him shit this week on the episode. Yeah, well, you got to give credit with credits, Drew. He did do a good Who job did this crap? weekend. <laughs> Who finished last? Michael Crusoe, you shit. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> he also did get a broken car. Tim Blanchard, 24th. There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. I can give him crap. You qualified so far up, you still How many finished. laps? <laughs> uh, laps. Yeah, the 83 laps. Go down until you find the first person that's not lapped. Winterbottom got 82 laps. Ooh. Rough weekend for him and Todd and Anton. Todd, I think this is jumping well ahead. But anyway, Todd, I think he learned a lot of valuable information this weekend because... His strategy just put him running with the front guys. Mm. If he wasn't overtaking the front guys, unlapping himself, he was his tires were falling off and he was getting lapped by the front guys. Yeah. Like, he spent the whole time racing up the front, a lap down. Yeah. I still I sent Todd a message actually to congratulate him on his pass on Cam. Yeah. Cam yep. Waters. Because that was a no one passed there the whole weekend. Like, I don't think I watched a single Where category. Was, where's the pass? Turn, turn one, turn two, through the little oh, kinky really? section. Yep. Yeah. He jumped the curb over pit exit, got a bit of grass, two wheels, and just drove it. Sent it up the inside there. Sometimes you got to lick the stamp and send yep. it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, and he did him. It, it was a highlight of my weekend. It was, it was awesome, yeah. Absolutely stellar. For so what did he pass. say when he got back to you? Oh, he just said thank you. I said it's been a bit tough with the, you know, the cars look like they're a handful, and you, you know, you're really fighting with one arm behind your back at the moment. It must be tough. And he said, yeah, yeah, has been very hard with the um with the car, but we definitely have made some inroads with it, and they're moving forward with oh, the car now. Oh, they definitely look even in the Super Twos, like we said. You know, they've sort of come around to some understanding of the car. It's not there yet. Yeah, um, I think Bryce definitely made a big step forward this weekend. We I think Coop's Todd running rated, like twenty first or whatever in the super twos and now to be he was top 10 running all weekend yeah so um that that that's a good good thing for them still a long way to go but still a long way to go yep. so i rate todd as good as um a lot of the you know the other rookies and he's not todd would have done better if they brought his Z if well, that's it. That well, no, was the it. Thing was is a... they bought a bloody old shitty DJR car, and and I'm, I can't keep saying that. Oh, you know, the car will develop. The car was crap when it was first in the main game. I'm sorry. It is hard for them. Yeah, the the cars were not the best cars when they were out on track. Yeah, uh, under DJR colors. We got sold the false hope at the start when last year at the end of the year when they're like, oh, Matt White, Matt Stones bought ex DJR cars and was like, this year's car. Yep. No, bloody no. 2013, like Ambrose car. They got one top 10 all year. Yeah, so it's it is it's tough. Might as well have bought an old bloody Tickford Falcon. They were just as good. Anyway. Better, actually. Huh? They were a lot better. Yeah, I Winter know. bottom won a championship in that year, I think. 2000, well, maybe 14. 14 yeah. yeah, still probably the same cars. 
Um. Anyway, okay, Saturday race. So how did Scotty win? What did he do? Because well, there's been a discussing lot of stuff this. on this, but how did Scotty go from 19th on the grid, I think it was? So Scotty's, you know how Scotty did it? How? Scotty's teammate is sucking it pretty hard lately. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what? Next week I'm going to pick Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that 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 I think that's what it is. Um, essentially, to point out the obvious for everyone. So when Scotty come in, he'd come in from. Uh, he, well, he started 17th. I'm started not sure. Seventeenth. He got up to. Ah, uh, so when the safety car came out, Scotty 12th. actually got up to 12th. So he'd passed five cars in the first four laps of the race. One, I think. The definitely the pass on Tim Blanchard was a little risky. Yeah, yeah, and I think Tim Blanchard probably covered him off a little bit too much for a was pace a few setup. Cars. That's actually saying Rulo got pinned for it as yeah. the lead car. He got pinned for running another car off the road. I'm like, well, there. Yeah, I guess he was side. He wasn't side by side. He was probably rear quarter. Yeah, it's just odd how much people were happy to drive someone into the grass, even when there was an overlap this weekend. Mm. Anyway, back to this. Um, so. Essentially, with Fabs being so far back as well, Scotty could come in from midfield, park in his pit box, and not have to wait for someone else. Yes, so nearly all the, the other thing. front runners that Scotty was racing had to double stack of some sort. So there was only, you know, out of the front runners, that, you know, there was obviously he was in 12th, so there was 11 cars in front of him. There was probably five of those cars in front of him that had to double stack. Well, you're looking at it. So he entered the pits in 11th. Um, no, 12th, but we'll ignore Will Davison. He's come out in the pits 6th, uh, which means he jumped SVG, who had to double stack. That was a radio issue. They The team didn't want him to double stack. Uh, Rick Kelly double stacked. Tim Slade double stacked. He also got out in front of LeBrock, who got stuck with um, not being able to get out because of one of the shell cars. I think Fabs was sort of in the way. Blocked him. Yeah, there is a bit of gamemanship with this. Are you allowed to block an exit? Uh, the You watch some of them and they'll deliberately block someone strategically every now and then. I don't want to say that maybe he was blocked I don't think that was. When you get but, 26 cars or 25 cars into the pit lane on one lap, it's yeah. going to be chaotic. Yeah, and it, that's exactly right. Fab's probably pulled into his spot. And I don't think thought, Fab's is someone that's going to block someone. Thought um, Scotty was going to be done faster than uh, than LeBrock. So, but you watch. Normally, they'll park in the fast lane next to the say. Fab's would normally park beside LeBrock, so LeBrock could get out, and then he could get in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes they get a bit eager and they drive into the little gap between them, and they get stuck. Mm. So that managed to make um, Scotty come out. Seventh, once you take out Will Davison, who didn't stop, so he bait oh six, but you know, come out seventh on the track. Um, and then pretty much when he comes down to the next stop, it was all down to the fuel. So, Scotty in the first stop obviously got a lot of fuel on board as well mm. and managed to do a good job there. Um, and that basically meant he could short fuel for the rest of his stops, which was a big, uh, big. It was a big advantage because yeah. I was messaging Mitch and I'm going, and then I heard something on the commentary going, oh, Scotty's got less fuel than Reynolds. I'm like, that explains it. I, I was scratching my head so much. And my notes here is like, how the hell did Scotty get out? Like, what did he do? He come from basically, <laughs> I'd say last, but it wasn't last. Lounge it wasn't shown very well on the broadcast that everyone was double stacking and he didn't have to. 
It wasn't explained. That very was the well. biggest thing. If 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 Fabian didn't get caught up with the little bump and run with, well, it wasn't a bump and run, but who span? Someone span caught uh, pie, and Fabian had to go out to the grass. He went and started mowing yeah. the lawn, and Scotty was lucky enough to be on this side. But Scotty knows it. He knows he was lucky. Oh, he did, but he still he he Daniel Ricardoed it. Yep. You know, there was an opportunity there and he took it and he took it ran and a good he race. Just, he he ran with it and it was great. But I don't where did everyone get these green tires and good tire life on Sunday? Yeah, well they obviously learn a lot on the, the sad day and also it doesn't help when you qualify so badly that you think you're gonna get into the next session of qualifying and you don't and you saved all your green tires to go in the continuing qualifying sessions that you don't order part of. So he had all these green tires. Fab had green tires. Um, now, you told us something earlier, about an hour or whatever, before we started recording, that you're allowed an extra set of tires at one point that you can call for practice. Sets. Two sets of tires a for year. a practice. I believe it's two sets a year that all teams have the, or all drivers have the option. And they're allowed to use them in any practice session of the year. Uh, they can use them on a practice day, but Dunlop have them sitting there ready for them. Now, Triple Eight and the Nissan boys, yep. and I'd say quite a few of the others, they didn't go through the whole lot, but have taken all of their free practice tire brand new to through these sessions. Of course they have. Well, it That's was a smart. big, big advantage. It was, especially now with these qualifying. Well, let me guess, they took the other greens and Simmons Plains as well. I would say so. I would say <laughs> so. No, I think it flew under the radar in Simmons Plains, so I wouldn't be surprised if some teams didn't take any and now have clued onto it. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not too sure this there. Is but something. If we're doing this new format, give them an extra set of tyres. Just one. One set. One extra set over the weekend. I agree. I agree. Some more green tyres would never hurt anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Holy crap. I just looked at the time. All right. What's that? That's 51, <laughs> 51 minutes. So Lounsey was a dead set legend on the weekend as well. Uh, um, well, Lounsey did a great job to get himself Lounsey was so aiming far. for a top 10. Yeah. And they drove the wheels off it. And so Scotty, the team and everything strategically did a great job oh, for him and as well. I sent you the message today. I said, well, basically this episode's going to be debunking how Scotty, Managed to make it from eight nineteenth to first. Yeah, but credit where credit's due, DJR Team Penske pulled it off. It they was did. a definitely a part of Scotty's racing that did it. But the pit stops for DJR Team Penske this week were nice and smooth and clean, and there was no errors. They didn't like overfill him. It was right on ball, and I think that's that's what you need to win a championship. And yep. I honestly think it's a safe bet. Chuck money on Scotty to win the championship. It's a long way to go. There is a long way to go. Triple Eight is still strong, I think. I still, watch, I'll, I'll say this Shane. on record now, I don't think Jamie's going to win this year. I, I'd watch Shane this year, to be honest. Once they get, think about how much bad luck he's had this year so far. His how steering second. failures and all these other problems with his car. Uh, I I definitely feel like Shane's got a bit of his charisma back. He's, he's better on this tire than he was last year. Yeah, well, uh, Shane's he's, up to second. And he is... Racing so much more like he did the year that he won his championship. Yeah, yeah, because he's he was over in Malaysia because the customer bought he won a, a so, car. So yeah, he had so to they go over there and teach the guy how to drive a supercar. Yep, um, I, I, I remember they money. were at Newcastle. I think they were looking at the car, 
Shane's car from last year, I think it was, and the year before. Oh, okay. Um, so anyway, that, that, yeah, he went over and did a bit of driver ed, and then he's going over to New Zealand drifting this weekend. Then he's back to Australia. Like he, he's he's racing a lot again, and I think that's good for Shane. More time he spends behind the wheel. I think Shane needs to just drive all the time focused and uh it's good it, it, i don't think it actually wears him out more i think it's better uh for him to be behind the wheel so that's good um i think he could be the triple eight boy to watch for i'd love for Lowndes to win one more Lowndes championship be, it'd be Lowndes the dream fourth. but i just don't think they've got the pace i think it would take something happening to scotty getting a, winning in hidden valley oh it'd be nice wouldn't it oh i lost my voice last time he won yeah, it'd, it'd be nice. Um, I, yeah, I I would feel that uh, Scotty and and the Shell um, V Power uh, team would have to get put off a little bit, so to get too much pressure or something happen. Well, to now they're knock building that there. Mustang. I mean, we don't know. I mean, anything happen. There was probably a good chance that they were already building the Mustang before they announced it. But you know, uh, there was there is that extra bit of you working on two cars. Like well, you well, you're working right. on four cars. Let's say that you're working on the Mustang and you're working on the Falcon at the same time. It's a lot of well, what look do at you concentrate on? So look at Triple Eight last year. Now, do you reckon that's the reason they why won they didn't that win the drive the I team? think definitely. I think they won the drivers' championship by consistency and luck. Uh, where I think you know they were not as strong as they have been in other years, and I think they were not putting as much time into the car as they normally would if they were in that position where they were a bit weaker. All right, I'm going to call it there. Okay. I'm sorry that we didn't get to chat through the whole race because it was a fantastic race on the Sunday, but um, I don't trust him babysitting. <laughs> so he's doing a great job he's out doing there. A great job. We robots. haven't heard any crying. Um, it's I good. And when talking. I say him, I mean my brother, but I don't need to mention names. Um, <laughs> all right. So formula one's coming uh, up. Uh, hang on. I've got a bone to pick with you. All right. What is it? So shouldn't I get two points for Scotty? Just saying like if, if say a normal weekend and your driver won one race, they would get one, you'd get one point. I feel like. You 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 definitely <laughs> driving a point oh, down right. in the situation. You get two points. Unless you we're go. gonna change the rule from now on that it's the race weekend winner, and I then I thought it was overall. Well, we better go back and review. Round. We better go back and review some V eight round ones. Look, then <laughs> we haven't got haven't got the whiteboard yet. You know what? My birthday's coming up in a couple of weeks. If you want to get me a present, get me a little all right, whiteboard. All right, I'll get you a whiteboard. And then we'll, we'll, we'll work believe, out the thing. I believe I'm but on look, two points for that two, one. Look, I've crossed it out. One point, two points. See, Scotty, two points. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Yep, that's nice. I believe I might be equal or leading now. this round? Zero. Yeah, it's See? good. It's a good round for me. <laughs> that's a three-pointer round. You don't get many that's of those. That's the last time that I bloody... Put money on fabs. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, you're right. You're well, I guess we definitely with Super Twos we we only do the round. Well, that's the. I much prefer the round. I think supercars should do rounds. I don't. I think we should do race wins, and then you get an extra twenty five points for a round win. Yeah, yeah. Because that extra twenty five points will really if not more fifty points. You get seventy five for a race on most rounds. Yeah. Um, bigger rounds, one fifty. No, sorry, one fifty. One fifty. We get too many points. We should drop a oh, hundred points off of it. We and just you get drop a digit off points. the ends. 
Oh, what happens to all the people that get no points? Well, you get no points. Yeah. In Formula it, One, you're going to get 10th. Tenth. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it, I feel like uh, the, the round thing was good back in the day when they did it. I always I enjoyed it. it. Because you could tell, like, it, Great it pays weekend. off the consistency. Yeah, you're like, well. oh, I've got three th- three seconds. Well, I've won the race unless the bloke won it three times. Yeah. You know. All right. So, Formula One, we are heading to Barcelona, Catalina. Yes. Okay. So, uh, off to Spain this weekend for Formula One. Who do you pick? You can no, go first. you go first. I went first last time. It's your turn. Last dude. time? I said fucking... I can go, I can go first if you All want. Right, Vettel. I think Vettel? he wants to co- recover really well, and Vettel likes his track. I know Hamilton. Like who won last year? I did look that up before. So Vettel, Vettel won like a heap at the, the Hamilton one. Hamilton won. Vettel second. Ricardo third last year. Now in. In this is the track that they did all of their practice on preseason. This is the track and they the always Mercedes do testing. And the Mercedes were very, very quick there. They were gapping the field by nearly ah, a second. Ferrari sandbag. So it will be an interesting round. I believe that... I think Mercedes has lost their edge. I do think so as well. Um, it only took this week where Hamilton come out and talked about how much Mercedes had helped their rival teams to build their engines and whatnot to get what, closer. Mercedes helping Ferrari and Renault. Well, they did, yeah. They did uh, a couple of years ago. They they offered an engineer from their place to go, from their place, from their engine development area to go across and help them. And then that engineer come back like, you would not believe the shit they've done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is so wrong. <laughs> well, well, here's the good bits of what they've done. Now yeah, we can use that. This is the bits that work. This other bit here, crap. They've got no idea what they're yeah. doing. It's and I didn't tell work. them what to do. <laughs> it's going to be but, yeah. 2021 by the time they work out. They've got it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, that that was a big thing coming out of uh, right, Hamilton. So you bet Hamilton. Uh, I want to go Danny. Okay, Danny Ricardo. I want to go. He can bounce back. I don't think it's going to happen. But I went. I went. Look out on limb. With, went on the went out on the limb with Fiore. Yeah, with Fiore. And you bloody nailed that one on the head, mate. I don't know how. He must have been like twenty to one because he's not won a round ever. No, he's never won but a... the thing is, you look at the Matt White guys; they were on ball except for Jacobson. And I think Murphy said this in the um, telecast. He's like, the main gun for Matt White didn't fire today, but the other two definitely did. Yeah, I think they had the the, the car underneath them, and they they got the job done. So that is us. Done and dusted for this week. Thank you very much for joining us. If you have any questions or anything you want to email through, you can email them at breakinglate at gmail.com. That's the dog. You can hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash breakinglate. Send us any messages. We'll get back to you. We will definitely try and get back to you straight away. If not, uh, you're waving your hands. Yes? I was going to say say shout out to the the message we got this week. We're uh, definitely taking that on board, and we'll look at doing an episode towards uh, what you're suggesting very soon. Yes. Well, I was looking at the calendar trying to work out when we can squeeze it in because it will have to be a standalone episode. Of course it will, yes. We're going to have to do some research about it. Yep. Because um, I well, like this. I We're not going to tell everyone what it is. So only us... And, the, and that and the, person the listener, who messaged us lucky knows <laughs> what we're talking about. So, hey, mate. Inside. Inside. Yeah. Well, look, if you, um, I'll talk to you, Michael, about it after the show, but maybe we can get a, a driver or something in to explain something. I actually had the same idea. There you go. 
Maybe we'll talk you know about. What? We don't know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we'll 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 get it uh, closer. We'll release some more information we'll, when we get we'll, a bit closer. We'll work on this, but we definitely want to get the episode. We love the idea. So if anyone else has an idea, send them through because we're all out. Yeah, give them to us, and uh, we're happy to make them happen. So anyway, that Thank is you. us done and dusted once again. Nice short episode, one hour something odd minutes. <laughs> Thank you very much. See you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.